Pass. First point guard and Trailblazers reporter Mike Richmond, you are listening to another episode of Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, available wherever you get podcasts and also on YouTube. Why don't you make this show your first listen every single day because it's five days a week, free on all platforms. It's right there waiting for you. Start your day and make Locked On Blazers your very first listen. Today, a first, a first in the Locked On Blazers history. We got an in-studio guest. Long-time listeners will recognize him. My friend Chuck, Charles Tuggle, a long-time guest on many podcasts I've hosted. Charles, welcome. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. They might recognize the voice, but not the pretty face. Yeah, this is a first pretty face. Who's <laughs> someone who's finally made it to the dungeon in my home? Uh, what you've well, welcome to the basement. Let's uh, let's make some let's make some Blazers magic uh, today. What we are going to do is we're going to run through the Western Conference and find out where the Blazers stack up. Uh, let's just get a caveat out of the way. A lot of stuff might change here in the near future. Like Donovan Mitchell might get traded. Kevin Durant, we'll see. Kyrie Irving, we'll see. Russell Westbrook, we'll see. Like, sure. Yes, there are more dominoes to fall. But we are recording this on the evening of July 18th. And I'm hoping that we get until, like, say, July 25th before all that stuff happens to have this episode work out. So as of today, as of this recording, we're going to run through the teams in the West and kind of figure out... We're going to ask the question, is this team better than the Blazers? And then we're going to do our best to figure out kind of where the Blazers stack up in that mess. Uh, let's just do, we're going to do it in reverse order of standings. Let's just, let's start with it. Are the Blazers better than the Suns? No. <laughs> the Suns are in the midst of a vibe shift, which may be a bad vibe shift. They have bad vibes. They have bad vibes. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. But they have talent still. They have Devin Booker still. They have a defensive system still. We're expecting them to win uh, more games to the Blazers, to put it bluntly. Yeah. Like, what's like the, what's the, I mean, worst case scenario, like assuming everybody's healthy for the most part, assuming you get like, a you know, 65% of the season for everybody, it's like, they're like a 49-50 win team. A good team. They have good winning, winning habits now as well. Yeah. Are you worried about DeAndre Ayton sucking? Like... <laughs> or not sucking, but you know what I'm saying? Like not yeah, having to be tough to incorporate, I That say. situation seemed irreconcilable, but it seems like they are trying to reconcile it. Yeah. Um, for everyone's sake in that situation, they, they're going to have to just persist and move on, at least until they can possibly trade him at the trade deadline yeah. in January. But uh, And he's still a talented player, even if he's on Monty Williams' bad side. Yeah, I think, like, I really think Monty Williams is a really good coach. I think he handled the DeAndre and stuff at the end of the year very weird. And I think this will be an interesting test to see. Like, I'm a big believer in Monty. Like, big, big, big time believer in Monty. I think he's one of the best coaches in the league. This is a test to see if that's real. Like, yeah. how much we, how much stock I really put into it. Uh, next on our list, in reverse order of the standings, last year, are the Blazers better than the Memphis Grizzlies? No. <laughs> Over two, I'm marking it down. No, they still have Mr. Ja Morant, one of the most exciting young players in the game, and a, what, top five at worst, maybe sort of her offense on his own? Yeah, I would probably top put him less. Kind yeah, of, top tennis, An above average offense on his own, and they were a really good defensive team, basically regardless of who was available. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. out for four to six months as of the end of June, so like generously the end of October, so that's like the start of the season, more realistically, like December, Christmas. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a lot of games to miss Triple J. Mm -hmm. But they were, and they lost Kyle Anderson in free agency. But, you know, if more more healthy Dylan Brooks, Desmond Bain takes a step forward, um, Stephen Adams doesn't totally fall off a cliff, mm -hmm. they're good again, right? 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They got the young core. I think they'll be around and uh, near the top of the standings this year. Yeah, I think there's something like, I think their floor is something like seventh in the West. Like, I think, mm-hmm. they're, I think they're probably that good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next team on our list, I, I'm going to ask, are the Blazers better than the Warriors? I wish I could say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, the answer's been no for a long time, except for I suppose one of those those down years when they were yeah when for, the when the Wiseman when the Warriors won sixteen games, the Blazers were better than them, better than them, no doubt about it. And even then, those victories over the Warriors didn't taste all that sweet. Yeah, it was. I think that was the year that uh, like they lost to the Warriors in Oakland, and then uh, Dame got mad at Jordan Poole, and he had to have, mm. he had sixty, and it was the beginning of that stretch where Dame had sixty like three times. Um, and it was like, he had 60 and I left that game in Portland when they beat the, like a bad Warriors team. And I was like, I can't believe he had to have 60. <laughs> like <laughs> it didn't feel good. But yeah, this, I mean, this Warriors team that we were talking about it before the show, like they lost some parts. Um, Significant role players that, that their impact can't really be dismissed, uh, even outside of their top tier talent, which is going to take them a long way, of course. But no GP2. Uh, he's, you know, he's good. Uh, no Belisa. He went back to Europe. Uh, they lost Juan Toscano Anderson to the clip, to the Lakers, Lakers and they lost Otto Porter Jr. To the team that collects every player, Otto Porter Jr. Size, the Toronto Raptors. <laughs> it was only a matter of time before they got Otto Porter Jr. Cause they're after, they're after all the Otto Porter Juniors they could possibly get. Uh, actually OPJ might be better on offense than your average Raptor. Perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps. At least he showed shades of that in the <laughs> yeah. past. We could shoot, I guess. Maybe not better overall on offense, but can shoot better than your average Raptor. So yeah, that's over three. So right now we've pushed the Blazers down to four. Next on our list, are the Blazers better than the Mavs? Probably not. Again, Luca continues to sort of put his stamp on the league. And if Jaw's not sort of a top offense on his own, then Luka Doncic surely is. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Luka's like... He's on pace to be one of the 20 best players in the history of the sport. Like, he's that good, in my mind. Um, perhaps, Locked on Blazer listener, you're mad that I I think Luka Doncic is that good. Maybe you agree. But, like, they're going to miss Jalen Brunson, right? Mm-hmm, they're mm-hmm. going to miss... Big loss. Um, what do you... How do you rate Christian Wood? Are you a Christian Wood guy? Not exactly, but he is one of these players that maybe in particular roles and circumstances, his value can really shine. Um, if he can sort of fall in line, so to speak, uh, I think he enjoyed having the, the, the offense kind of in his hands at times in Houston. He right. won't have that here. He'll be an auxiliary part. He'll be a Chris Stops type player. Did, and that it, didn't work out for KP. Chris Stops didn't like being a Chris Stops. <laughs> <laughs> so I wouldn't say I'm a believer, but maybe in the right circumstances with Luca operating as that, that star, um, maybe he can sort of circle around in the right way my, my worry for the Mavs is that the thing that they need because they just Luca just needs to do a little bit less during the regular season like he just needs a little less responsibility because mm-hmm. he just it's a big ask um, they need another dude who can dribble towards the rim Brunson was the guy who could dribble towards the rim now it's like kind of just Spencer Dinwiddie um, and like I'm a pretty big Theo Pinson believer but that dude's not going to play real NBA minutes like and he um, you know and like I love Reggie Bullock, not a dribbler. I love Dorian Finney-Smith, one of my favorite role players in the league, not a not an attacker on his own. So I worry that they've traded that in. But maybe if Christian Wood can soak up some just like individual offense stuff. Yeah, Tim Hardaway coming back. But oh, again, yeah, not, yeah, yeah, a, not a great player with the ball in his hands, though. But, but a, what a good player. A bucket. A good player. A bucket, absolutely. So yeah, I think they're worse than the Mavs. Uh, let's do this one quickly. Are the Blazers worse than the... Are the excuse me, let's do the way we've been doing. Are the Blazers better than the Utah Jazz? 
Yes. Yeah, that's yes. right. Get him. Get him. Yes. Get him. <laughs> Jazz in the midst of tearing it down, it seems like, with Donovan Mitchell looking east. Gobert already in Minnesota, who we'll get to here shortly. Uh, yeah, they're in a rebuild mode. Uh, if you had to bet, does Donovan Mitchell start the season on the Utah Jazz? No. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think it's just a matter of time. Um, Wendy was right. You know when Wendy did the did the fingers thing and he said, now why would they do that? He knew. He knew that they were coming to tear this thing down and they, uh, it's happening. Like it's just, some of it is the Gobert trade and we'll talk about that in a moment like you said. Like some of it is like it's, it was such a great haul for Gobert that it's like, well we can't get less for Donovan Mitchell. Puts him in a hard spot, but it seems like that's almost definitely going to be the case. They got Got such a haul of picks and assets for Gobert. Who, other than the Knicks, is giving up four picks for Donovan Mitchell? Like, I don't even think the Heat can, because they've promised other future picks. No, I mean, a a team like the Thunder, but Donovan Mitchell doesn't want to end up there. And and they don't really want a Donovan Mitchell, right? Like, they want someone who, they want like a high school sophomore. Yeah. (laughs) another tall white man yeah. who weighs a buck 60 yeah donovan mitchell weighs like 210 so he can't he's not he's too big too, too strong too big uh let's we got more we got you know obviously uh we got five more teams we'll run through in the second segment first let me tell you about built bar charles upstairs right now i have not offered this to you but i will when the show ends i have got some cookies and cream puff Ooh. cookies and cream puff it's like marshmallowy with a little piece of true excuse me cookie dough puff i'm screwing up the thing cookie dough puff it's like marshmallowy covered in chocolate with real pieces of cookie dough on mm. top sweet treat plus 17 grams of protein plus just 130 calories it's got six grams of sugar it's going to going to scratch that itch if you want something sugary plus it provides a real punch like some actual protein you can use to get going i know you were at the gym this week getting swole at the gym i need that protein and so do you so do you so grab a built bar go to built.com Use the promo code LOCKED15, get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Still a pass first point guard. Still Mike Richmond. You are still listening to Locked on Blazers. I screwed up the intro because that's what I do in the third segment. But we're still rolling along. Let's keep doing it. I'm here with Charles Tuggle. We are rolling through Western Conference tiers. Are the Blazers better than the Denver Nuggets, Charles? No, probably not. (laughs) Nikola Jokic is one of the best players in the league, Mike. Yeah, that sucks. And they have recruited well, in my opinion, with the right type of role players. Bruce Brown in that dunker spot. KCP on the wing as a slasher. And that shooter spot, and Nikola Jokic will find you. Yeah, I like... I. I think they'll miss Monty Morris. Yep. I like him. Big like fan. Him a lot. Big fan. Um, I'm a big fan of Ish Smith, too. He's not as good. So we'll just we'll sit down quietly. <laughs> um, but, like, I, I think, you know, you trade out Austin Rivers. KCP's better than him. Mm-hmm. Um, Bruce Brown is, like, the exact type of role player they need. You know, they jettisoned Jermichael Green uh, to pick. I ended up getting a rookie out of that swap. Jermichael Green wasn't very good for him last year. And if they get... If you assume Jamal Murray's good to go, and the yep. reports out of Denver says he's good to go, and if you res- if you assume like conservatively, you get um, a little bit of Michael Porter Jr., like a little bit, forty five games, and the right forty five games, like the second mm-hmm, half of the season, mm-hmm. uh, they're gonna be really good. Yeah, they're yeah. gonna be really good. Like yeah, up there in the home court advantage kind of spots. I agree. Absolutely, I agree. They're a team that's one of the four best. Te- if they're if they're mostly healthy, they're one of the four best teams in the West. Yeah, they got continuity and and that star to sort of carry them through. Yeah, Jokic will drag them along. 
It's and they got better role players. I'm I'm with you. I'm putting an X next to the Nuggets. I think they're better than the Blazers too. We don't really disagree on any. I think this is one. Of the, we're in the stretch here though, where there's a couple we could disagree with. Next on the list are the Minnesota Timberwolves, better than the Blazers. This is a maybe for me. I've not been a Timberwolves believer in years. I've not been a huge fan of Carl Anthony Towns. Um, but he is a talented player that puts up numbers. They have Anthony Edwards, ball-dominant player who can get buckets, can act like he can get buckets with anybody. And yeah. You need that if you're going to be pushing wins and trying to make noise in the playoffs. Uh, still, I think, maybe have some issues with chemistry. Uh, they're weird. Like they're the strange. Team, the Joe Bear, besides Cat, is it's weird. a bit of a strange fit. Maybe not in large chunks of the regular season. Um, but playoffs that could prove some issues, but we're just talking about the regular season, right? Just the regular right season. now, sure. this is a maybe for me. I, I, I'm compromising. I'm sort of splitting splitting hairs. But I would what say, do you think? I I say yes. I say yes just because I think, like I'm I I am legitimately puzzled by it. Like I don't mm. get it. I don't I don't I get it because you want to add good players to the mm-hmm. roster. It's a it's a collection of adding good players. But fit is so important. Um, and I think Cat sort of fits because he's the shooting. Um, he, you know, I think he can kind of leverage some of his outside game. I worry that, um, Gobert doesn't have this offensive skills to punish like teams when they beat Minnesota sent double teams at cat really hard. He panicked threw the ball away. That was the way you did it. Like mm-hmm. that's like mm-hmm. you just mucked up their offense by really strong doubles. I'm not sure adding Gobert fixes the strong double problem, Mm-mm. uh, Mm-mm. to me, but he's so freaking good on defense. Like he's so freaking good. I think like. Like and I, I'm, I'm I think Chris Finch is a good coach. Um, they were a really good defensive team last year with worse defensive personnel. Um, it's odd to me, but I think they're in the regular season. I think they're better. If the Blazers yeah. and them played in the playoffs, well, the Blazers would need to get a lot bigger because like that's a really weird team for them to guard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm, but I I think that like conceivably Portland would have a like. Yeah, they'd have the best player on the court, uh, in my opinion, if right. Dame is back and right. healthy and everything, Same. Same. and that that matters. Yeah, and Gobert is what Gobert does. Can you can scheme against it in the playoffs in a way that you can't always in the regular season because you can't just like play your dudes forty one minutes to make it hell on it. Mm. Um, mm. So it's yeah, I I think Minnesota's better, but this is probably the first team where I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think in the regular season they're better. Do, yeah. What do you make of the Rudy Gobert trade? Was it nuts? I mean. I, yeah, I think so a little bit. I mean, there were so so many murmurings since the beginning of the pandemic, right, about uh, uh, Donovan and, and Gobert's relationship and the straining of sort of stars and maybe Gobert wanting more more of a role on offense or being ignored by his teammates. So there was already turmoil and conflict there. Uh, so it seemed like changes were coming um, so quick for such a big package to Minnesota. It, that's the biggest trade so far yeah. this postseason. It's got to be, right, unless yeah. I'm missing one. That's it. Um, I don't think I was, I'm now I'm worried. You got me. You're, you're does that shift the landscape though? Right. Right. You know, I I don't know, but that is a big sort of surprising. It's a massive trade. And it definitely, I think when I did the podcast about it, I kept using the phrase balance of power because that's like the idiom that comes up, but I don't think it does that. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think it changes the balance of power. The power is in, the power is in Phoenix and it's in Golden State and it's, uh, you know, potentially uh, some other spots like, you know, Denver and Dallas, if they really take off, I, I don't know that like. I don't know that they got closer to a championship, but they did probably did get significantly better in the regular season. Mm-hmm. And they've been struggling to get into the playoffs at all. So, yeah. so that's a hump that they 
probably need to get over if they're trying to get more successful in the actual playoffs. You got to get there first, build those habits, get a taste for it. Um, it'll be interesting to watch. I'm surely, surely curious about how they play yeah. and how they split up sort of rotations and separate uh, cats and go bear at times yeah. or don't. If they split them a bunch and they just have one of those dudes on the court for 48 minutes of the regular season, they're going to kick ass. That, that's kind of my, that's my calculation mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. Um, so so we'll we'll give them a que- we'll give them a question mark for we don't we don't know on that. Next up, this is another question mark team for me. Are the Blazers better than the Pelicans? Big question around Zion. Yeah, uh, needs to come back. They're obviously a really deep team. They got a lot of buzz from uh, arguably a great performance uh, in the playoffs for a young team that sort of snuck in Absolutely. with the with the play in, and they deserve some of the the credit and plaudits that were coming their way. Um, are they spoken this great like a real of- spoken like a real Blazers fan here? <laughs> <Are> like- <laughs> Are they some great team that's going to become some dynasty like a lot of people were speaking about it? I don't think so, but they're good. We know CJ. What's what's the Pelican ceiling? I mean, second round exit? Agreed. Agreed. I don't think they can make the Western Conference Finals. I'm not sure. Well, we'll see. Zion's so freaking good. Like he's Zion's like, still a question mark for me. Yeah. Really, really powerful, is he interesting gonna, player. Is he going to play 75 games and then be on it for a playoff run. Like, I think that's the, for me, that's the question mark. Cause if he is like, he's freaky diggy shack. He got to the rim faster than he gets to the rim more frequent, basically than any player I've ever watched. Yeah. Um, since freaking Shaquille O'Neal. Um, it's just like, he's six, six or whatever. It's like, it's mm-hmm. really, he's, he's interesting. He's a, he's interesting. And I think yeah, Brennan was really good. CJ is really good. Herb Jones is good. They're big. Like they have, a, they can play really big without, necessarily playing a center or they can play jv in there and like mm-hmm. be just gigantic so uh they do need to figure out how to share the ball i think i think zion's at kind of his best when he's sort of maybe not zion. bringing the ball up point the court zion, but yeah. when he's got the ball in his hand it can just take someone make a quick read uh get into someone's body get to the rim and he's a very dangerous player but cj like needs the ball in his hands brandon needs the ball in his hands a lot as well to create his own shot the, the, that'll be interesting balance. the bi zion fit is uh is tough for me i think this is this is a real blazers hater of me but i think the pelicans are better than blazers i'm gonna go no on this one i'm, no. I'm gonna i'm gonna hop optimistic and all right uh, and say that the blazers eke out a few wins more, all right more all right pelicans are the clippers better than blazers yes yes if if paul george and Kawhi leonard's knees are in in good shape uh if they're not in good shape they're Maybe about as good very as the players. Similar, very similar. They've got yeah. a lot of talent on their team. Yeah. Uh, and it seems like they have a style of play that they want to sort of commit to. And, and everyone has to give Ty Lue his respect. He's a good coach. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've i said this on the pod. I'll say it here. Like, I think if the Clippers are healthy and and what does healthy mean for Kawhi Leonard? Healthy might still mean 68 games. Like, he might be mm-hmm. completely healthy and he'll miss 15 games. Uh, so... Yeah, I like I don't I don't really know what the word healthy means, but uh if if he's able to go and it's just rest management stuff throughout the regular season, mm-hmm. I think they're the favorites to win the championship. I think they're that good. Deep deep team. Yeah. And and they have the all of the good wings in the NBA play for the Clippers. It's like, uh, it's it's they have a team that fits the style of basketball that works in the playoffs, proven winners in the playoffs. I know I know Paul George has a reputation of sucking in the playoffs, but mostly he was really good until he called himself playoff P. <laughs> mostly he was great. Go back and look at him as a as a pacer. Mostly great until he called himself playoff P. And then he's been pretty good since then, except for in the bubble where he went like nuts. It's all it's just the problem is like when he's been bad, he's been horrific. 
Um, and that I'm not trying to deny that, but he, it's, he it's memed fair. himself as well with with that's a bad shot. As Blazers fans know as well, well was not a smart thing. His to biggest say. weakness is talking. <laughs> his he has all his very few weaknesses on the court, and mm-hmm. when he gets off the court, his biggest weakness is, is press conferences where he makes himself look like a big doofus. Um, <laughs> are the Spurs better than the Blazers? Heck no. Yeah, they stink. On purpose. They're, they're bad on purpose. Good for them. Yeah, Popovich, I think, is dead set on retiring to, to zero fanfare. <laughs> he wants to go. As he would love it, I'm sure. How many Spurs can you name right now? Few. Can you Few. Get, can, we, can we get to four? Jakob Pertl. That's one. Uh, 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 Bates Jop. Kid of Bates Jop. <laughs> they're okay. That's... Zach Collins. Zico, baby. Zico. Um, who else do they have? I, they surely have some other players. You're I missing don't know. two good players: Devin Vassell and Kelton Johnson. Mm, Kelton Johnson. You should have got Kelton Johnson. Yeah. Devin Vassell, I'll forgive you. Could you should have had four. Um, I don't know how you got Kate Bates D up in there, but that's the <laughs> beauty of the show. I'm almost sure I saw some sort of clip very recently. Not even viewed it, but sort of sort of saw it introduced to me on YouTube or suggested, and I think that's how it popped in my head. Yeah, but I remember. Doesn't matter. Let's. We got a couple more teams, including the Lakers. Are the Blazers better than the Lakers? Let's, uh, let's say some mean stuff about that team in Los Angeles. Come back and join us in the third segment. Still a pass for his point guard. Still Mike Richmond, and I'm still chilling here with my friend Chuck Charles Tuggle, and we're still rolling through Western Conference tiers. We're going through the reverse order standings in the West. Are the Blazers better than these teams? Next on our list, are the Blazers better than the Lakers? Probably not, but I think there's a chance that the Lakers have another nightmare season and all of the NBA can wallow in their misery. They are so close to imploding. Um, I have been a victim of overrating the LeBron James, Anthony Davis parent. I think I watched too much of them in the the bubble. I got too much bubble Lakers. Those dudes are gone. Danny Green's gone. KCP's gone. Kyle Kuzma's gone. Like Alex Crusoe's gone. The role players that made that different team, team. The role players that made that team good are gone. And I spent all of last season overrating AD and LeBron. I did it on this podcast a bunch. Loyal listeners will know. They know. <laughs> Waiting for it to happen. I was right? like, I was like, the Lakers are gonna figure it out. Like in March, I'm like, they'll, f- you know, they're bad. All they gotta do is make the playoffs. Yeah, I'm like, they're bad, but they're gonna figure. It's like they're not gonna figure it out, dog. And they never did. And now, according to a report today from Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports, they're going to run it back. And LeBron, AD, and Russell Westbrook got on a conference call. Uh, players only meeting in July. Mm-hmm. Those go. Those are usually good signs. That's a good sign yeah. for you. It. Think they were zooming or FaceTiming? I'm going to say FaceTime. I think LeBron set up that Zoom meeting and sent out the, the invitation link. Le- there's no way. Unless LeBron <laughs> is specifically being paid by Zoom, you know he's not using he's not using a Zoom calendar. He oh, might God. use Teams. He might use Teams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the deprecated Microsoft Teams. He uses Teams. LeBron's getting paid by Microsoft money, so he's a Teams guy. Um, yeah, no, I mean... Th- I don't know. How how do they bring Russell Westbrook back how into can, the fold? This is absurd. How can they how can they invite him? Russell Westbrook's agent quit and just said like this dude is wiling. Like he he's demanding a trade and I don't want him to get traded. It doesn't make sense for his career. And then the Lakers are like, "Let's get on a like LeBron's like, "Let's get on a phone call after we avoided speaking to each other at summer league." Like they're just a mess. And Russell Westbrook is is like not what he was by a significant magnitude. 
No, it, no. He's, it, he's a distraction as well as this point, really. Don't even have to talk about on-court stuff because there's just the, the whole world around him. Can he change? Can he fit in? Can no, he do this? Can he do 15, that? It's his 15th freaking season. He's not going to change who he is. He's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer because he's incredibly stubborn. What would Russell do, you know? He would do Russell. Exactly. Russell does Russell. Why not? So to speak. He's going to put up he's going to send you a cupcake meme on Instagram. And yet, this team still has LeBron James and on Anthony it. Davis. They're really good if their top two players are really good. LeBron James is still one of the best 10 players in the world easily at 38, like easily. Not 38 till December. I'm sorry, LeBron. Um like it's I think they're probably, I don't know. They're hard to say. They could they could end up so many places. AD committed healthy this year, and they could be a top seed even with a, a weird sort of, yeah, sort of roster. I, I can't but. believe I'm going to make the mistake again of saying the Lakers are better than the Blazers. <laughs> I can't, I literally can't believe. It's like, have I talked myself into this? You know what? No. Blazers are better. Blazers are better. Blazers are better. I'm doing it. I'm marking it down. Are Blazers better than Kings? Yes. Yeah. Kings remain Kingsy. Let's be honest. Why do they think they're a playoff team? Kings is going to do what the Kings do. What, what, how do they look at the West, which is incredibly stacked, and say, like, this is the year? Yeah. Sabonis going to put the team of misfits on his back. I, I think Demonis Sabonis is straight up good. I love him. I love him, but come on, you know, yes, top, top exactly, player on your team. Exactly. How far is he going to take you? Yeah, I'm not, I was a big De'Aaron Fox believer early in his career. He's, I've kind of soured on him. He can't shoot pull-up jumpers. If you can't shoot pull-up jumpers as a point guard in the league, you're not good. Um, see, Too streaky. See Russell Westbrook. Like, we just had this thing. Um, yeah, I, I, I think they're not a playoff team. No. Uh, More misery. Sym- sympathy to the Sacramento fans out there. And we can just do these together. Are the Thunder or the Rockets better than the Blazers? No, they're awful. And on purpose, yet again, um, I think we've paid a lot of attention to the Thunder tanking, but props to the Rockets. Props to the Rockets. They're putting on a Stealth real three-year mega tank that few have se- few before us have seen. So respect to the good people of Houston, uh, Rafael Stone and company down there who've put together a group of, I think, four... Three rookies from last year, four rookies from this year. They have like seven dudes who are who are, haven't played three yeah. seasons in the league. Yeah, like, they're they're, you, they're a G League team, pretty much. A- yeah, fun as hell. Like they're gonna be a they're gonna be a really good uh, league pass team. Strong recommend for for them. I mean, OKC is gonna be a good league pass team. Yeah, with, they'll get a lot of eyes on them. With, Chet, of course, and Giddy and SGA. Like when they're healthy, that's a, those are good teams to watch. They're just gonna lose a lot. Yeah, I think uh, a Presti's still in uh, asset collection mode for the Thunder, so well, no, Blazers gonna... will be better. Yeah, I think so. I think so as well. No problem. So let's count it up. This is based on our. I'll do your tiers. So according to you, the Blazers. The Blazers. If you think the Lakers are better than them, the the Blazers are the eighth best team in the West. Yeah, that's the tight territory in the playing playing tournament. Hey, the playing tournament's fun, right, guys? <laughs> yeah, and if you're me, because I kind of think the Pels are worth, then the Blazers are the ninth best team in the West. And we both don't want to know what to do with the Wolves. So if you slot the Wolves above, that's nine and then ten. Yeah, it's going to be a tough year. Um, it, do you think that's just on surface? Like even after doing this exercise, do you think nine is like? Do you, do you feel bad about nine? It it sounds a little harsh. But Me too. Well, I think when I think, you get to the granular and break it down team by team, it, it's they seem to be in that area. So maybe if you want to be a bit more charitable and, and move outside of this sort of exercise, then you know maybe that's six 
to nine, six to ten range is kind of maybe where they're going to be, and and that could be close. Well, it's going to be a bunch of good depending teams. on the parity of the of the Western Conference. It's going to be a, a bunch of good teams in the play-in, like a bunch of good teams. Mm-hmm. Um, like the T Wolves are going to be a good regular season team. It wouldn't surprise me if they're in the play-in. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be a shocker if either Denver or Dallas ends up seven, mm-hmm. right? Like those, mm-hmm. and those teams I think are legitimately very good. Same with the Pelicans who obviously just made some noise in the playoffs in the, from that exact same position. Yeah. Conceivably with some health issues, either of the LA teams could be in the play. And I think mm-hmm. the Lakers are a play in team straight up, but like they're right there. Um, the Grizzlies could be back in that spot because they could take a step back just because of the health stuff with Triple J. Like mm-hmm. those are good teams that are going to finish like seventh in the West. And then you're in that play in mix and you're right there. Like I, I do think it's harsh. Like when we were doing this exercise and we were getting ready for the show, it's like I didn't I didn't really want the Blazers to be 10. No, like I didn't no, want to do this no. and I didn't want to do this and have them be 10th because I feel like I do occasionally people on the show say that I'm a little bit of a hater and I am. Like I'm a pessimist. That's like that's my natural state. Charles knows. Like <laughs> we've been friends for a long time. But like I don't look at the Blazers roster and say, yeah, that's the 10th best team in the West. But then I look at the rest of the West and I say, <sighs> What do you, before we get out of here, what do you make of what the Blazers have done this summer? Do you like, do you like Jeremy Grant? Do you like GP? What do you think? I like a lot of these moves, uh, especially if we view the moves sort of in a silo. Um, sure. Jeremy Grant, long defender, bit off more than he can chew in terms of offensive role in Detroit. Um, with a reduced sort of offensive role, can kind of fall back into, I think, a very productive sort of yeah. contributor to the team, kind of in, in the way that we saw him uh, in the playoffs in Denver before he left that that offseason, like Jeremy Grant. How does he fit in? How does the shooting hold up? Uh, don't know. Like some of the other moves, we get Gary Payton. I love Gary Payton. I got one of my favorite players Feisty. to watch in the league. Yeah, Feisty. Really, really easy to root for. Fun fun player. Great on the ball defender. Blazers have needed that for a while. Yeah. For a while, like a guy who can guard one, two, maybe even three if it's a little smaller and, and, and kind of clamp someone down, he cause can, problems. And he can harass bigger guys. Like you don't want to say like, you're going to guard power forwards for 45 minutes, but on a switch, no, like you don't have to, you don't get panicked. Like you don't need to send help necessarily. He's up, he's up for it. He would switch on to Jokic in the playoffs he's and be okay. It. Like yeah. it, not that he could guard Nikola Jokic, but like they, he's got some, yeah, like you said, he's up for it for and sure. He, and he showed some stuff around the rim as well. Yeah. Hanging in the dunker spot. Some finishes. Maybe maybe we can work on these lobs. Maybe Dame can work on his lobs this uh, the, and, and find him around the rim. This is the year. Year 11. This is the year. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, I, I, I think I like the Blazers players. I like the players on the Blazers team. I'm not sure I like the roster. Like, I like, I like, run down each dude. I like them. But I'm not sure I love the roster in terms of, like, competition in a brutal West. A brutal West. Here's one for you. How how important is is Ant this year? Showing a lot of improvement. I've been a bit of an Ant hater. It's maybe not on the record, but you, but I've been. He, he can speak to it. A bit of a doubter, uh, but but I'm on board now. He was amazing last season. Can he take another step? Can he get better playmaker? A little more defense, which there yeah. was none. Maybe. Yeah. My, my thing is like. Can Ant be a super duper star, which he was when he's the off ball guy? Because when right. he's when he was on the ball, he was nuts. Like he was like all star level good. Green light. Right. And and carte blanche to explore and and a bunch of reps against the defense to kind of see and probe. And like it, some of it just like guys need data collection, right? They come off a screen. How are they guarding me this time? Mm-hmm. Okay. Next time down, I know what I'm gonna get. But if you get if you go from having 32 of those opportunities to 14. 
do you have the yeah. same yeah. data? Does, does he need more of the ball to continue that development? Because it obviously helped this season. Yeah. And he's a great shooter. And I think he'll be Amazing. a good off-ball guy. Like, he's he can really put it up. It's just like, can he be... Do you get the most out of him as the second guy? I think there's reason to be optimistic about that. Yeah, especially as, as a ball handler, he might be a more pivotal or important piece potentially than Grant. It sounds strange to say because Grant's got the size and everything, can help on defense, but uh, that sort of alternative playmaking and scoring c- could matter. Yeah, I think for me, Jeremy Grant is the swing guy because if, <laughs> if, if he's the defender they think he can be, then it's, it's a whole new ball game. Nurk's going to have to stay healthy. They're going to need, mm-hmm. they're going to need 60, we'll just say it, 69 games from Nurk Nice. Um, like they're going to need, they're going to need him to play a bunch because they don't have, they're really comfortable going small, obviously, because of the way they built this roster, but we'll see what happens. Um, have I converted you to the church of Jabari Walker yet? Are you a full on convert? You, 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 we, you, we, we were praying last evening as we were watching the replay of the Blazers Summer League Championship. We were indeed. Oh, we should have said this on here. Congratulations to the Blazers winning the Summer League Championship. Congratulations to Trent Watford for winning finals MVP, for being second team all Summer League. It was incredibly fun. If someone tells you it doesn't mean anything, tell them they don't understand what fun is. Because it was fun. It was fun. Winning begets winning. Yes. Yes. Remember what happened when they won the 2018 NBA or uh, NBA Summer League? Yeah, I think the team they, went to the Western Conference They went Conference to the Western Finals Conference Finals. Let's yeah. go. Data. Take that for data. Let's go. So I would say get book it. Like, screw this exercise we just did about who's good and who's not good. They won, they won the Summer League. They're going. It's over. Yeah. Hey. Back to the original point, Jabari's got some size, <laughs> got a little skill. Yeah. Could be a helpful member of this team, potentially, given given some some opportunity. Yeah, I, I'm not sure he plays early. Like, he, the way that usually works with rookies is you get, like, a random couple nights in November. Mm. and Test you out. Yeah, yeah. See what you got. Throw you into the, throw you into the, to the deep end, see if you could swim. And then you kind of slip out of the rotation and then earn your way back in the new year. Um, I think he could eventually be a contributor on this team. They don't have a lot of dudes his size. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there could be there could be room. And this isn't Stotts as a coach. since right. Stotts didn't, didn't trust the young guys yeah. as much. So. Yeah, and I think, you know, Trenton Watford came out of nowhere to have a role. Yeah. Salute, salute to the MVP, yeah. Summer League MVP. Yeah, one of the greats. Um, he asks, what size ring you want? <laughs> All right, one that fits on the finger. Yeah, let's go. I think he. Be- I believe he told the reporters in in summer league that this that was just the first of of first ring because another one's coming. Oh, more more are coming. More are coming. <laughs> we will see you at the parade. Uh, also, I'll talk to you tomorrow. I don't think Charles is going to be on the show because I probably won't be able to drag him back down to the basements. But you never know. Join me then. Uh, make this podcast your first listen every day. Free on all platforms, five days a week. Come back tomorrow for more shows. I appreciate you listening, Charles. Thanks for joining us. I'll talk to y'all soon.